Yeah, that one was awful. Covered in bees and shit. That was the worst. All them bees hanging out right there, bro. Ain't nobody got time for them goddamn bees. Hell yeah, I'm allergic to bees. Ain't nobody got time for all them fucking bees, bro. And welcome, everybody, to a another fun-filled, action-packed episode of the Talk Me Out of It podcast. We are Arizona's number one. Sports betting podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Mike Gian. I am joined by my co-host Alan Foreman. Alan, it is a beautiful Friday. It's a it's a wonderful Friday. Um, I feel like I I, I dropped the ball here. I should have took over the intro and introduced the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mike Gian, on the day where he popped his way into this earth. He said, "Hello, world. I'm here." Uh 38 eons ago. Is that correct? What you said? Yeah, 38 years ago. 38 eons. We're going to go with eons because you old as shit. Shout out to, uh, <laughs> shout out to good, uh, yeah, shout out to Good Samaritan at the time, uh, Medical Center. I think it was like a health clinic or something. It was very small. Now it's fucking gigantic. Out over there at uh, McDowell and uh, I think it's like McDowell and 12th Street. Yeah. Hey, beautiful Arizona born, you know. Great, great yeah. time. That's why we're number one. Arizona born. Yes, sir. Mike Back when, uh, yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Yes, it is my birthday. 38 years old today. Uh, so the only thing I wish for that, to make my wish come true is that we win a lot of money this weekend because uh, especially for me, at least at the bets that I've been making on this podcast, not going well. My same game parlay fell through. Uh, along with the Suns' chances um, of advancing to the conference finals. Uh, the bet was made last week, but as of last night, the Suns are out of it. Um, so something I wanted to throw out to you, Alan. So I obviously listen to a lot of sports podcasts uh, in my leisure time. And um, first of all, it makes me all the more grateful for the fans that uh, listen to our show because there's a lot of shows out there that they could spend their time listening to that are just as good, if not better. Uh, but one of them was the Bill Simmons podcast, and they talked. Uh, he actually talked to um, Matt Ishbia, the owner um, of the um, the owner of the Suns. Mm-hmm. And this was before the little incident with with the yoke uh, with uh, Nikola Jokic. But what he said is that they're he's not so much concerned about winning now. Uh, but they want to have be set up for future success and having KD and Booker. Uh, I'm going to say they missed out on probably one of their best opportunities just from a cap space standpoint, a roster standpoint. Um, now, the only person that really hasn't come through at all for this uh, these first two series was DeAndre Ayton. Uh, but I'm going to say that aside from that, this was one of the best opportunities that they were going to have to win a championship, can you talk me out of it? Nope. Um, <clears throat> I'm still an advocate, uh, dating back, saying the KD trade uh, wasn't the best trade for them. I think they got rid of all their depth, their young talent. I mean, come on now. They were just in the finals the year before without KD. Uh, so why trade away the depth that got you there for KD? Uh, especially trading for him when he's injured. Giving away all those key players and first-round picks. Um uh, yeah, much like you said, their window is closed. Uh, CP3, gone. De- DeAndre Ayton, pretty boy. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Ayton. And, and, this, and if you think the, about it, just, just 
Yeah, just just the that just popped in my head real quick. If you think about it, this was probably the worst case scenario. Like I know he already signed the extension, but like what team's gonna want him even if they attempted to trade him? Uh the Pacers. They won't they try to sign him the first time. Go ahead, just get him back this year at a cheaper price. I don't know. Have the Suns pay half his salary. <laughs> what, what could they get? Have the Suns like, pay I half think, his salary and you get a first-round pick out of it. I don't know. I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see just because, you know, they, they had the they, – they, they made an offer. But I think – now, see if you agree with me. See if you uh, agree with me on this. Is that what, what kind of cost the Suns this year is a similar thing that's giving the Celtics such a hassle – and just having just you know that one badass that that one tough that one tough motherfucker that you can you can count on, um, even if it doesn't necessarily equate to points on the board or even stats in general, just having like what the Sixers have with PJ Tucker. Um, can you talk me out of that saying that, that that both of these teams had similar problems, immense talent, but just not having that kind of fuck you mode in them. Or having that player that can just be that spark the way that like a Draymond is or a PJ Tucker. You know, this is supposed to be a talk me out of it podcast, but you just talking me into everything. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. That's crazy because I, I can't disagree with you. At the end of the day, um, you're spot on. They didn't. They neither of those teams have a player that can light a fire under anyone's ass. Um, take full accountability for the team. Uh, much like you, you mentioned P.J. Tucker, um, if it's not him getting in Joel Embiid's ear, uh, what was that, game five? Game f- yeah. yeah, game five. Uh, who's to say they win that game in overtime um, and make that comeback to even have a 3-2 lead going into tonight to uh, to have a chance to close it out? Or, no, I mean, they lost game six. Going into game seven now, having a chance to get bumped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think having a player like PJ Tucker makes that makes that game feel a lot more winnable. Um, in the sense and uh the teams that you mentioned do not do not have any any anybody or anything uh close to that level that can create a spark and get in somebody's ass and and, and get their, 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 their top players and uh, to to show up and perform in moments. They're not no one on the team is gonna hold them accountable because they're the stars. So they're gonna look up to them. So if they're they're playing like ass and their their attitude is different, the team's gonna reflect that attitude. But PJ Tucker don't give a shit, and that's why everybody needs a PJ Tucker. That's why everybody needs a Pat Bev. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Nobody needs him. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there's probably a team in China. Like you remember that one video you sent? The, ha- the Hong where, Pao. Where Shaq was clowning. Yeah, the Hong Pao Garden. <laughs> Ni Hao. Dragons. <laughs> Ni Hao yeah, the Tigers dragons or, some or something shit. like yeah. that. <laughs> the Nihao Tigers. Yeah, and to, and let's be honest, like the only reason that the the Celtics even came back because they were down, um, I think going into the fourth quarter, uh, they were down, and I mean if it wasn't for the fact that Tatum literally came out of nowhere, yeah, because he was out of the blue and just started lightening it up offensively. I think he had like seven points going into the last. He was brick city uh, all game. Yeah. It was it was not a pretty sight, and then for them to to pull it out. So now they go to Game Seven. Uh, this Miami Heat team, man, like it is, uh, it's crazy to think that they could actually make the finals. But considering the self that the the Celtics and Sixers are literally beating themselves up, 
I'm not going to put it past the, the Heat. I, this is not something to talk me out of. I'm, this is more just looking at it. Like, they just... They have a, they have such a weird team. Uh, it's just it's going to be really intriguing to see. I don't I don't see you know the Knicks won the last game. I don't see that. I see this series ending tonight. Um, but when it comes down to, so I guess the question I would pose to you: If you're the the Heat, do you care who you face, or is there one team that you're going to? I think this might be an obvious question, but if you had to choose between the Sixers and the Celtics. Who would you choose? Uh, if I'm the Heat, I don't. If you're the Heat, if I'm the Heat, I don't care. Right now, I don't care. Looking at both teams, if I'm the Heat playing the best basketball that I could play, I'm not worried about either team. The Celtics and the Sixers have been so inconsistent, uh, both rosters, throughout this postseason run, and the Miami Heat have been the more consistent team. I mean, there's a few games that they lost questionably, um, but I, I think even with all the injuries in Miami, they're the most complete, cohesive unit. Uh, playing as a team, playing as uh, supporting their superstar and Jimmy Butler, but then the role players and the depth of their bench stepping up and keys that uh, times that matter like Matt Strauss. I, I don't know how Colston Colston bet this man to go over like fifteen twenty points one game, and I said that's that's the the dumbest part of your bet. And lo and behold, Colston was a hundred percent right on that call. Shit blew my mind. I was like, I didn't know he was out here like that. That's on me. I didn't I didn't know your game. As Shaq says. How about Duncan Robinson? Just out of out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, great role player. But why he's showing up like this in the playoffs? That, see, that's what the Suns were lacking, that depth. That's what Miami has. So right now, if I'm Miami, wrap it up tonight, sit back, get some rest, and it don't matter who I play. don't matter who I play. We coming out, we coming swinging. And low-key, I kind of want another Miami-LA uh, finals like we did in the bubble. Now that would be a lot of fun. Um, speaking of the East, um, not looking good for the the Warriors. They're basically in the exact same position that the Knicks are in. Um, who would have thought? Now we we talked about earlier that we 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 bet the uh, the Lakers, um, both LA teams, um, just a half unit on them. One of them is obviously gone now, but this Lakers team, man, just just talk a little bit about what is it that you see just where. When they had the three superstars, and then they trade Russ for for just some role players. Well, I don't know. I don't. Would you consider uh, D'Angelo Russell a role player? No, I would not. Okay, no. but they, you, you trade out and you get you get these these solid assets mm-hmm. um, in exchange for Westbrook, and all of a sudden, like it seems like they have a legitimate shot to at least make the finals. Um, the only thing really that might be. Uh, in their way is just you know Denver being on that freight chain, which we'll get to in a second. But um, just give me your thoughts of like what you've seen from this Lakers team that's making them um, so. Because I mean, this is a this is a real thing. If I remember correctly, they were a seven seed. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a real chance that we could have a seven and an eight seed in the finals. Um, just what are you seeing from from this particular team? Uh, what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing is heart resiliency. Uh, what I'm seeing is is more than just LeBron. Um, what I'm seeing is support. Uh, what am I seeing? I'm seeing everybody staying in their lane and knowing they roll. Um, and in key moments, key players stepping up. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, uh, with that crazy fourth quarter uh, to go up 3-1 in the series. He dropped 15 points. All of his points came in the fourth. Like It was the Lonnie Walker show to close out that game. Uh, AD stepping up, uh, having 25 and 10s, 25 and 15. Like, those are great games. Um, 
LeBron doing his usual, you know, getting his 20 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, like doing his doing his thing, doing LeBron-like things. Um, D'Angelo Russell had a good game. Uh, he actually, I think there was one game where he shot maybe five for eight from three. Like that's stepping into your role. That's that's being the starter and that's being ready to knock down when when LeBron and and AD aren't aren't open. Um, I I think the Lakers they got something special cooking. I think the the trade for Russell was obviously it was needed. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a match there, but getting the role players that they got were uh, Hachimura, um, Monty, uh, having Austin Reeves step up and develop, D'Lo. Uh, man, like, it's been fun to watch. Like, it's really been fun to watch, to watch the Lakers. And that, it's been a while since we we really said that. Like, they've always been there because, you know, you got LeBron AD. But, like, this team right now is very fun to watch. I'm super excited for tonight's game. Um, at 7 o'clock, I'm going to have that on. And it's going to be it's gonna be a good game, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited for this one. I'm thoroughly excited for this one. Yeah, it's going to be both games tonight. I think are going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then just for those that I'm sure uh, more than likely uh, we'll have some uh, either some same game parlays or something else going on there. But right now, uh, Miami Heat are minus six against the Knicks, uh, 245 money line, and the over-under is at 205. So it looks like they're expecting a very slow pace. Um, going to be interesting to see. It's been really tough to, to kind of gauge uh, the heat when it comes to the same game parlays, but it's never going to stop us from trying. Uh, on the flip side, on the other side of the world, we have the Lakers are three and a half point favorites. Um, if they win this game, which I, like you said, I expect equally that they will. Uh, very interesting predicament that the Warriors will find themselves in. Uh, so, the other day when I was uh, I was you know, doing a video shoot um, in Scottsdale and on my way home, I was just thinking about, you know, let's say they decide that they're not going to extend Draymond. Let's just say that just financially, like they're already at like, they're already like the Yankees almost in terms of payroll. And even though I'm sure they have the money, like there's no way that there's literally not a way that they could go broke. Let's say, let's just say that they decided to, they would decide to let go. Is there any player, doesn't even have to be in free agency, but just any player out there that you think can match what Draymond gives them um, without all the, but without like maybe the technicals and punching his fucking teammate in a closed practice? Mm. Uh, is there, is there anything, is there anyone else that you could, you could comp to him? Mm. So I'm gonna throw some names out here just to see what you have, just to see what you what you think. Uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to use you know my best options. Uh, what about Triple J? Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, I don't feel like he gets that hot. I don't think he he comes with a lot of attitude. From what I've um, seen, this isn't this isn't gonna happen. But Evan Mobley. Uh, absolutely, Evan Mobley, quiet as hell. <laughs> but no, not happening. What's that? I said Evan Mobley, quiet as hell. He'll bring some. He'll bring better production, oh. but he ain't gonna. He ain't gonna be in nobody's ass. All right. Um, yeah, it's just hard to. I mean, it'd be great to just have Kevin Garnett turn the turn the clock back like 15, 20 years. Because like I can't, I can't imagine there being a better team that would suit him and his attitude. 
um, than this Warriors team. But um, these, to me, it just as much as I dislike him, just as as a player and as a chirper, like it almost feels like here's something that you might be able to talk me out of that people like the Draymonds and the and the PJ Tuckers are a dying breed. Yes, uh, talk me out of it. No, agreed. Um, it's it, it's. I mean, I guess. Let me let me see. Let me think. Let me think. I'll, well, well, think I, about it this way, because like it's it's a different kind of, it's a different kind. So like you you compare that to like a Dylan Brooks, who yeah. you obviously know that you do not fuck with at all, where it's just arrogant and cocky, and just not. Whereas you have Draymond that you know that, you know he's he punched. I mean he punched LeBron in the balls, which which helped them win that 2016 title. But at the same time, he wanted to be there. He wanted to find a way to travel to that Laker game where he was going to break the scoring record. So, like to me, it seems like it's going more like the Dylan Brooks path instead of like a lot of these older dudes, which aren't even really that old. I think Draymond's probably what like 33, 34. Um, it's just it's to me. It feels like it's going down more like the the Dylan Brooks path. I mean, ain't ain't nobody gonna be Dylan Brooks, okay? <laughs> I would like to assume the majority of the NBA all but him would talk shit and then at least show up to own they shit talking that didn't work. Um, I was actually thinking of a player. He's a little older too, so it doesn't really matter because uh, their careers are probably end around the same time. But I was thinking of like a Jay Crowder. Um, that's somebody that there you go. that that could that'll get in somebody's ass and help help light a fire. Um, but he's also like thirty two, thirty three, same as Draymond, uh, maybe a year younger. So, so like, yeah, it's really gonna be the older veterans, you know. Um, even like so a, if you're out there, like, if you're out there, young AAU player, you know, we, I, I, as much as it kills me because it usually costs me money. Um, you know, let's let's see some more of that of that dream. Oh, you know, Anthony Edwards, when he get hot, he be he be firing on his teammates. But he is also very humble, and he always does appreciate his teammates at the end of the day. But Anthony Edwards, that's probably one young guy. Okay, that, yeah, let's 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 roll with that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's just like Draymond's just a special dude, man. Like, and he just he doesn't care. It's like he gets fined fifty thousand. Let's just say I make twenty five million dollars a year playing basketball. It's like I think I'll be okay. Facts. That's just that's savage. It's just it's savage. Like he's not a guy that's afraid. Like what's what's fifty thousand to to guys like this? Um, even with that tax bracket that they're in and um, with the Warriors. So, um, do you think they can run it back? Is this? I mean, I know everyone's asked that, and it's kind of like a first take kind of thing. But uh, I never want to say never. But you know, everyone's getting up there in age, like they could easily find themselves having like a half a billion dollar payroll. Uh, once again, probably with, you know, the, the revenue that this team generates, how many people just not even from a team standpoint, just how many people buy Steph jerseys and clay jerseys mm-hmm. and, and all that, that they're, they're not going to be hurting for dough. But like, is this, it, was this kind of like their last chance or are there some moves they can make to, to just help, bolster their their depth and their team without spending a fortune no i think there's still moves to be made uh, i don't know who you go out and get right now i would have to i would have to sit on it and think about it for a little bit but i mean what do they always say mike for basketball players the last thing that goes is they're shooting 
And, and I, let me tell you, you, you ain't going to stop Steph and Clay from shooting. Uh, they're still going to be able to pull up from wherever, whenever. Um, that, that's the last thing that goes. They got another good three, four years left in them, maybe even longer when it comes to shooting terms. Uh, right? Like maybe Steph can't blow by somebody in three years, but he can definitely still hit a step back, run off the screen, and get a nice pick and pop. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not too worried about them from that standpoint. I think Steph and Clay are still going to be able to shoot for another couple years. You surround them with a little bit of younger talent. Uh, maybe package up Jordan Poole. Maybe package up Gary Payton. Uh, get some different young, fresh blood in there. Help out the team. Some more defensive-minded people. A good a good two-way wing that can defend and, and, and spread the floor. That kind of matches Andrew, uh, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, excuse me. I have Valley Luna today, people. I'm so sorry. It came up on me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, I think having... There's moves to be made. I would just have to. I would have to think and see what 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 would look best for that roster. Well, the one thing we know is that they got deep pockets. They got an owner that's not afraid uh, to, to spend some money, and they're well coached. And they've got at least at least two just, just solid. Clay has been, even though Clay is not as consistent as he was. I mean, you just never know um, when he can get going. So. Uh, can't count them out. Uh, but right now, we're going to pause the uh, the football talk, or sorry, the basketball talk a little bit because uh, it seems like football is just there. You're just like a couple days away or an announcement away from feeling like football's right around the corner. Um, this week, the NFL schedule was announced, um, and w- along with that, so that doesn't seem to be surprising. What is surprising is the fact that if you're crazy enough right now. You can actually bet the week one lines. Um, and right now, we have pretty much every – have a lot of action. The first thing we're going to start with is I'm going to open the floor to Allen and let everybody know that you feel disrespected, disrespected. about this week one line. Disrespect. How are you going to tell me just because we open up on the road against the New England Patriots, we're only a three-point favorite. Now, let me tell you, who is the Patriots quarterback? Mac Jones. Carbage. Who is their number one receiver? Juju Smith Duku Schuster. Okay. <laughs> Bum ass. Wanna talk shit on, on TikTok and Twitter. You know for a fact the first play of the game where he touches a football, it's a it's a fifteen yard unnecessary roughness penalty because we're coming for that man's head. I promise you that man is getting blasted. It's going to be the most unsportsmanlike hit to give that boy a reality check. Maybe send him back to TikTok forever. But he's getting his ass lit up. Okay? So, I don't... Listen. Listen. It should be at least, like I told Mike earlier, off the off the air. It should be at least minus 10. They bumped it up to minus 4. <laughs> Bare minimum, minus 10. The, the biggest spread week one right now is the Texans and the the Baltimore Ravens. The the Ravens are a minus nine and a half favorite. That's false. Okay? It should be two touchdowns, 14 out of one. Out of one in front of that bitch. And it's minus 14 Eagles. Because I promise you we're not losing that game. I promise you we're winning by 10 plus more points. We might even win by three touchdowns. Megs, don't listen to this episode. Your team is garbage. I hate you. (laughs) We're not friends. (laughs) (laughs) I I snapped her. Um, Once the schedule got released and I saw we were playing week one, I snapped her. I said, hey, look, I love you. You're my sister. 
But week one, so like right now, if I wanted to start the hate, I could start the hate from right now to September 11th. And this is just hate central for, for, for months, <laughs> <laughs> for four months. Um, so, so not a lot of options. I just wanted to throw this out here. Uh, not a lot of options as far as what you can bet, but Eagles to win by plus 14 or more uh, or 14 or more plus 230. That seems that's even that more disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's uh, that. It should, it, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't even we'll care. Just, I don't even care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, it's gonna be. That's gonna be. I think that's one where it'll change. It'll change. I mean, um, it's just it'll it'll probably. So let's just call it right now, so we can re- reference this. By so the game. So week one is September tenth. So by the time. So we'll say by September seventh. What is this line? Minus ten. Minus ten, bare minimum. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's minus six and a half. I'm gonna say it's gonna be right in that teaser zone, and they're they're gonna one team that I'm sure that I'm gonna be looking at to make a tease with is uh, the first game of the season. Uh, looks like yeah, the first game of the season, the uh, Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, the Chiefs are minus six and a half, and. Uh, I don't know, man. I just I love this Detroit team. I can't imagine like if I even if I were to put them in the tees, I almost feel like I'd go the other way with Detroit. Uh, they showed a lot of heart. Granted, this is I mean you could there's not really much of an advantage. It's outdoors, but it's September. It's still technically summer, so not much to worry about there. Um, but just for fun, thinking little um, little week one upset. Right now is at plus two forty uh, for the Lions. Allen, talk me out of it. I'll put a hundred dollars on Detroit right now to win. I put I'll put a hundred wow. on them. One zero oh, zero. That's let's, how let's confident hear it. I let's, am. Let's, let's hear let's hear the reasoning behind listen, this. That was surprising. Listen, fuck Kansas City. Uh, they should have never beat us <laughs> in the Super Bowl. One, they should have never beat the Cincinnati Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. I'm never going to forgive them. Never going to forget it. Never going to forgive them for it. Doesn't matter. Here's why. Here's why. The Lions were one of the highest scoring teams. Yeah, they lost DeAndre Swift to the Eagles. Is what it is. But Jameer Gibbs, that boy fast. Playmaker. They they might have upgraded, in a sense, at running back. Jared Goff? Yeah, we, we gave him some problems. We said he sucked. He was trash. But he's having a career resurgence. Throwing, throwing that football all over the yard. Chiefs don't got no corners. We saw what Jalen Hurts did to him. Jared Goff's going to still, he ain't no Jalen Hurts. He ain't no Jalen Hurts, but he's going to sling that football across that field. Um, the Lions uh, boosted up their offensive line a lot better, a lot better. I'm saying this is a shootout. I promise you right now, live on this podcast, May 12th, 2003, at 2.50 p.m. as we're recording this live, the Lions and the Chiefs is going to be a week one 45 to 42 victory by the Lions. That's my way too early prediction. I like it. Remember so that now game with the, actually... the, the the Chiefs and the and the the Rams that that Monday night football? This is yeah. going to be that same game. Oh. This is going to be that oh, same I game. Like Week 1 has no defense so, play. It's just pure offense. So this so so you can actually make a same game parley with this. So if you take the Lions money line and the over, which is set at fifty three and a half, uh, you get plus four seventy six. 
I love that. Take it. Take it, everybody. Nice little five to one. Everybody take it right now. Put $100 Everybody on. take it right now. <laughs> but All right. Max you know, wage is $833. Somebody put it on there for me. <laughs> yeah. um, everything else seems to be aligned. The only one that really went, uh, the only one that other line that would seem to be really out there, but probably for a good reason, um, is the Ravens-Texans. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're just assuming right now that the Texans are, are still going to be rebuilding. Um, it's at Baltimore. Uh, now, uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, since, I, since I messed up that last show, uh, Lamar Jackson, at least for now, is the highest paid player, uh, projected to be the highest paid player in the NFL. Um, they, you know, they're just, they've all, they're always just kind of there, very solid team. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. But uh, do you see the based on the moves that the uh, the Texans uh, made this uh, this off, at least so far with the uh, the draft? Do you see a scenario where they're at least covering this nine and a half points? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look at the Texans last year. Even though they lost a bunch of games, they were hanging tight. They were, they were giving people a sweat. Um, I think now that they've upgraded at the quarterback position. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. Say they upgraded, upgraded. But you know they got a, they got a nice young rookie. Uh, Will Anderson's gonna be a stud. Uh, he he's a difference maker. Um, he's gonna have that that Michael Parsons defensive rookie of the year type of impact. Um, so now you have some a legit QB rusher to apply pressure that that's gonna take pressure off the rest of the defense. Uh, they're gonna need to double him up. That frees somebody else on that line. Um, I think they'll keep it close. Uh, Lamar does have some weapons to throw to OJ uh, OBJ over there in Baltimore, but uh, we're gonna see. I, I think that that's a line right now. I would capitalize on. So I think that's gonna drop. I think it's actually gonna drop down to like where you say your sweet spot at six and a half. Uh, I think that's gonna go a little bit lower. Come once OTAs and offseason workouts start to start to pick up. Oh, I love it. Uh, so now, as far as uh, the the local, even though this is in Arizona podcast uh we want one thing we'll say is that uh the cardinals uh will you know spoiler alert they're the only ones that are anywhere near a touchdown um they are going to the they are going to washington they are plus six uh even though i have no idea who the commander's quarterback is uh i still feel like it's not going to matter yeah that's that the cardinal that's sad huh <laughs> we don't even know who their quarterback is and they're still a touchdown favorite <laughs> God, Arizona uh, but sports. however, um, so uh, obviously, well, you may not it may not be obvious to everyone, but uh, my wife, uh, uh, my father in law is uh, from the uh, Cincinnati area, um, and has passed down the uh, along with being fans of a certain team that I will not mention because they are loathed on this podcast, and it's too early in the season to start to start dropping hate on, on a certain NFC East team, um, but they are Bengals fans, and for the first time, and I don't know how long, so last year we had the Eagles here, um, and then Eagles in town, and then this year it'll be the Bengals. Oof. Now, I know that yeah. my my wife and father-in-law are going to want to go to that game. It's, it's Interestingly enough, it's actually the day, wait, was our, our, for our the game that we went to was week five, right? It was like yeah. the second week of October? Week five. They're all. This game is also on the second week of October. So the question is, Alan, do we join them? Do we go and go watch 
Joe Cool and Joe Mixon and T Higgins. Oh, light up the Cardinals defense! Absolutely, that's going to be hysterical. For watch us. them put a fifty piece. We should bring our. Can we fit. bring our equipment in there and record live from the stands? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Shit, like when we went there, they didn't even like. Yeah. I was shocked, like how they do their. That was surprising. Yeah, like let's, like, let's just bring even like a hockey game. Yeah, let's just bring the task, the task, the, the what's it called? Task the cam. task cam, uh, the mic, two mics. Pop it in there and just record it as we're sitting there. <laughs> that shit would be live because we all know that. The, yeah, it's like in the moment roasting of the Arizona Cardinals while we're there watching them get beat by the Bengals. Man, yeah, they th- they and they thought they were bad when, or they thought it was a. a I have a feeling there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of transplants from Ohio in Arizona. Yeah, there is for whatever reason. So I I can imagine. So here's the question. Here's also the million dollar question. So we'll start laying out some props here. Do we feel like instead of it being a sea of green, that it'll be a sea of orange? Yes. Um, during the tailgate. Okay. So that's okay. So be. Would you think it'll be the same? No. So more or less than the Eagles. I would say Eagles are like eighty twenty. I'm gonna say this one is sixty-five thirty-five. I agree. Yeah, the, the Eagles came. Not from as it's not as everything. it's not gonna be as deep as Philly. Philly ran deep no, in that. Well, first of all, Philly is just a bigger city. Yeah, like, it's just a bigger city. Cincinnati it makes me mad because Tucson is. You know, we can't we can't keep any kind of sports team. They're building a billion-dollar stadium out in Buffalo. Have, I don't know if you've ever been to Buffalo, Allen. There's nothing special about. Never it. been there. Sorry to all you. I love. I love. Uh, um, I love your quarterback, even though he doesn't seem to to come through in big spots. Um, you know, you you were all great people. Your Hard Rock Cafe was pretty dope. Niagara Falls is fantastic, but you got like a quarter million people in that city, and you're you've got two professional sports teams, and my stupid ass city can't even keep like a minor league baseball team in town. It's just it hurts my heart, but there's my rant for the day. Um, but yeah, so I so um, I think it's a lockdown. I think we just now originally because when we went last year, I set my wife up at the spa day at the, for a spa day over at the Renaissance in the same uh, uh, in the same Westgate area. So maybe we this time we just go we just all go together and yeah, maybe we all go together watch. and maybe we hit the spa day. We record from the spa day. Ah, it's so relaxing watching the oh, Cardinals watch get the... their ass beat. Oh, yeah, right there on the shoulder, right there on the shoulder. Yeah. Or, or maybe right there at the, um, <laughs> let's see, what would be a good spot to go? Like the yard house? Oh, that's good. Maybe let's... just record in there. That might that might be the best way to go. I mean, we can just walk around. Let's walk around and interview the Cardinal fans leaving the stadium. Hey, how do you feel about your team getting blown out? Is that why you're leaving the stadium early? Trying to get ahead of traffic? Yeah. Like we're newscasters, because <laughs> at least because at least the Cardinals had some had some depth and they were actually a, like they put they they put some scare. I mean, if uh, if Kyler doesn't slide like a yard short of the first down line when they were making that final push to try to tie it up, and they didn't have to rush to get that field goal off. Oh yeah, it might have like, been a different game. We might have lost, but we did. But this this is a completely different team but now. We did. And it's gonna, it's gonna. So yeah. So I think one way or the one way or the other, we will be in the vicinity, and I don't know. Maybe we'll have some talk me out of the t-shirts, uh, just to give to people. And but yeah, either way, so that'll be a blessing. There'll be something to look forward to uh, five months from now. Yeah, buddy. Uh, anything else that that kind of stood out to you as far as these opening lines, Alan? Uh, Vikings are are favored against the Bucks. Not surprising there. Um, 
No, there wasn't too much. Everything looked pretty pretty spot on from what it is now. It's just a couple the Seahawks, of Seahawks, couple of things Seahawks here and there. The Jets, the Jets only being two point underdogs against the Bills is a little. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, you know, they made some moves. The Jets made some moves, so. Yeah, so that'll be all I know is that I'm probably going to lose lose quite a bit of money on opening day, uh, but that's what we do on this show. We we, we sometimes we lose early, um, and then we just rally back and hit it hard, and that's going to be the the objective uh, as we get through and, and finish off this. NBA season strong. Uh, I think today, so right now, uh, we both lost our bets. Allen is at even now because he, he went big on his same game parlay, which was not much different than mine. Um, but I lost mine as well. So I think I'm I think I'm down to like $15 out of the original 50. Allen has his full 50 to work with. So Allen, when we look at these uh, same game parlays, is there anything here that looks like it might be uh, a good value to to wager here. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's one that I'm looking at right here. Um, it is uh, Jimmy Butler, thirty points. Bam Adebayo, six rebounds. Jalen Brunson, thirty points uh, with three made threes. And then I think I'm gonna swap out the R.J. Barrett for twenty points. I'll take the less money, but at least easily fifteen. That twenty kind of scares me a little bit. I actually would like. Actually, I, I drop R.J. Barrett. To 15, and I'll add Max Strauss two three-pointers. Let's see what that looks like. Let's see what that looks like, people. This is this is live podcast betting. Y'all don't know what this feels like. I just be clicking buttons, and I should be generating all the money for me. <clears throat> Max Strauss. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm going to... So how about you take that one and I'm gonna take Yeah, that puts me at plus the thousand one thousand seventy. So that's that's a hundred dollar return. If that's I put ten to one right there, that's beautiful. That's right on my sweet spot. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead live on the podcast for the podcast record. Ten dollar wager. And we're gonna lock that in. You know, I'm surprised I didn't get a free uh, a free wager for my birthday. Or maybe I do. Let me see. That'd be pretty dope. FanDuel, you better give my man something free. Even just free. after all the money that I've give him won a free, and lost. Give him a free donut. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> just as I said that, I got a text. Happy birthday from a, oh from this fucking uh, optometrist that I saw one time in Phoenix. Shout out to uh, Phoenix Optometry. This is actually a good bet, too. It's actually 20 to 1. But I don't know if Golden State's going to win. That's Golden State money line. Curry 25 with four threes. LeBron 25. Thompson 25. And Draymond with eight rebounds. It's plus 2,046. I don't like. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't like the. What, uh, is, what happens if you remove the money line from that? Probably drops it significantly. I mean, it probably drops it to about ten to one, nine to ten to one. Oh, it's not bad. Eleven plus eleven hundred. So all you'd have to do is just if you throw in just like one like even money prop, like you should be. Uh, I mean, should the, be in good shape there. Two nineteen is the line. So what is that? One. One twenty. One one ten. One ten a team. 
one hundred total. Yeah, something about that. Yeah, if you get if you get something around there like minus one ten or minus one oh five, that should get you in there. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna do the Steph Curry twenty five. So I placed two bets. So fifteen dollars total. I'm only doing half of that what I did on the first one. The first one I felt more confident in. This one here I'm gonna do Curry twenty five with four threes. LeBron twenty five, Clay twenty five. Draymond eight rebounds and then over the two hundred and nineteen and a half point line for the for both teams. And it actually just I like that. It actually just got an odds boost, so we're gonna lock that in at plus seventeen oh nine. Beautiful. That's a lock right there. Alright, so I'm looking right now, like I think so here's what I'm trying to figure out. Because I wanna go I wanna keep the legs kinda simple. So with the with the Lakers game, I'm actually gonna take the Lakers and the and the spread, so I'm gonna take them at minus three and a half, because I do feel that there's a se- there's a there's a situation here where similar to what happened with Denver and the Suns, that they're just up, they're just up 25 with like in the fourth quarter, mm. and they just put the hammer down. Talking blowout. So in order for them to do that, though, one of their role players has to go off. So right now I'm looking at for the the prop for. Scoring twenty five or more points, so the obvious the 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 favorites there are LeBron and Curry. D'Lo is at plus nine hundred, and Austin Reeves to score twenty five is at plus twelve hundred. I'd take that. You would take Austin Reeves. I would take Austin Reeves, or I would take uh, Hachimura. Okay, they did not give an option for Hachimura, so I'm going to go with Austin Reeves to score twenty five. One of those guys. Did they give one for Lonnie? Lonnie Walker. No, let me see if he's in the twenty point category though. But Austin Reeves twenty five. Let me double check this. Austin Reeves twenty five. Yeah. I, I I take that. Okay, that's what I got. So for twenty, yeah, they're not. I think they they might just maybe it's for just for the same game parlays only. They're not doing it. So just so literally just having the um, the Lakers minus three and a half and Austin Reeves to score twenty five points today is. Uh, plus twenty, that's huge for me. That's, that's uh, so I'm gonna large just, for you. I think that's good enough. That's large and in charge. That's, Who are you? That's high. That, that's some, those are some high. And, oh, it looks like it dropped a little bit. So but that's okay. I'm still, I'm still rocking with this. And who knows? The line could move up to four before tip off. So we're gonna put that in. That's to win. Yeah, just under twenty twenty to one odds. I'm gonna take that. Yeah, Austin Reeves is, is actually the Austin Reeves part. Went from twelve hundred to eleven hundred. Mm, that means like literally in the pe- time pe- that I said that. So people are somebody, people are feeling so it. Somebody's getting, feeling it. It's getting action. It's getting action now. As far as a straight bet, now uh, I'm actually not gonna. Um, let's see. So if I just did a, so I'm gonna do that as my long shot, and then just to kind of as a semi hedge, I'm just gonna take the favorites on the money line. If you parlay them together. That's plus one twenty seven. So as long as they both take care of business, even if the long shot loses, I'll still have a slight also I'll, I'll still have a slight uh profit there. Perfect. Just to help me get help me get out of there. So Perfect. It did help because I made a baseball SGP uh three days ago that I literally made at like six o'clock in the morning just because I was I was like half awake and just wanted to browse something and it was like seventeen hundred and it hit. Um, so I had a little, I, I had was, a little extra. I was jealous. That was so stupid. <laughs> That's just the way it goes sometimes, man. So there are bets. We got 
total of four same game parlays ranging uh or 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 three parlays uh three same game parlays with props to uh one money line parlay just paying basically even money um and yeah so by the time we do our next episode we will for sure be in the western conference finals oh, 100%. i think the only way that that doesn't happen yeah because even if yeah it's uh, starting before even next if friday both both favorites lose yeah even if both favorites lose um they'll have their game seven probably by no later than monday so we will be in the conference finals getting closer and closer to to the end of of basketball but then we'll we'll find some funny stuff to do and now we're gonna save our best for last i don't know if alan was prepared for this but we are going to do our uh, new segment of uh video of the week our favorite video, sports video of the week that has nothing to do with sports. Um, the one that I chose is actually pretty old, but it's a shout out to to Bob Mennery, um, who I who I recently just learned about as far as doing these uh, these uh, funny uh, voiceovers, acting as a commentator, and he sounds just like one. Um, but the one that I, I shared with Alan and that I'll be sh- putting in the link of the description of this podcast. Uh, essentially is uh, he's commentating on a guy who's trying to bare fist um, a home run ball or a foul ball. You can't really tell. Uh, he's got beer in one hand. He's trying to bare fist uh, this this foul or, or home run ball, leaps up for it, misses the ball. Pretty much, I would say that with beer is what, Alan, about 80% full. Yeah, hundred percent more. Yeah, about eight, two six. He probably just got it. He probably just walked back from his seat. Yeah, and just all just sixteen ounces of of golden piss water liquid because I'm guessing this is a guy that does not drink uh, imports. Just splashes all over his girlfriend, and that might be funny enough. But the fact that the commentator is talking about the fact that it went right off the hit the girlfriend's right titty that she had some big targets uh, that she was working with. The fact that he says uh, that she he was hoping to maybe get his pickle wet, trying to impress her. And the kicker, though, and you'll just have to watch it because I probably can't do it justice, but just make sure to click the link in the video because one of the last lines um, was a killer. I think Alan would agree. Yeah, no, watch the video. Um, I, 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 I liked my initial video that you that I sent you earlier. Um, with the uh, with the people talking about, you know, the, the caption said uh, about DeAndre Ayton, but the the second one I just sent you right now live on your Instagram um, is what I'm gonna go with. It's, it's also a little old, <laughs> but the reason why I'm going with this one over the other one is uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a little comforting, you know what I'm saying? It's just two grown men rubbing knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. And I, and I feel like I feel like what we got going on right now uh you, you said you won a baseball bet by accident uh <laughs> the the uh <laughs> michael beasley rubbing anthony tover's knee like it's like me me giving you a pat on the knee right for your baseball bet but you know you didn't deserve it so it's just his face yeah, exactly. kind of sitting there like <laughs> I, I feel you so we're gonna go with that one just for the moment uh, it's, yeah. your, it's your birthday. We'll give a little bit of love on the video clip. So it's just two brothers bumping knees, having a good old time on the basketball bench. 
Yeah, so make sure we'll have both of those links in the description of the podcast. And that is our uh, top video, sports video of the week that has nothing to do with sports. Uh, hope you like this episode. Man, I feel great after doing this episode, Alan. I don't know about you. All right, I feel uh, good. I was really full. Like once, especially once we got into that football, like it just... It just oh, yeah, it rolled. melded together. Yeah, I was I was nice and full. I was ready. Got, I had my Dutch Bros. You know, what I'm saying energized. Shout out to Dutch Bros. and your and your Rebels, which I didn't really come to appreciate until I moved back home. Is when I started actually enjoying them. But yeah, they know delicious. And I got a free one today. Yeah, and you got your free one coming up in a couple weeks. I do. I do. The Dirty Thirty. Shout out to Dutch Brothers. Shout out Dutch. Had a lot of good times. You know, and R.I.P. to the one on uh, on Camelback and Stone because that, yeah, that one was awful. Kind of like covered the, in bees the post and shit. Hangout. That was the worst. Yeah. That was all the bees yeah. hanging out right there, bro. Ain't nobody got time for them goddamn to bees. bees. So Hell be, yeah, I'm allergic to bees. Ain't nobody got time well, for all them fucking bees, bro. The funny part is that that's not the reason it shut down, even though it probably should have been. No, the reason it shut down because uh, the parking lot was ass and the cars were waiting all down the street. <laughs> Blocking yeah, intersections all the way left into and central. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not good. So, but that's when you know when a product is good that they just, even though you have like a like a spiral parking lot with two lanes for eighty percent of it, that people still hit you up and, but then we had the, and then big ups to Applebee's and all the fun times that we had. Yeah, Applebee's uh, was great. Had the, that was a cool hangout. Great hangout spot. All the Applebee's around here closed, man. Like it's kind of a bummer. Like we have one that's kind of close, but I got one right up. Kind of whack. I got one right up the street. I haven't been to it. I just, I just, it's not mine. You know, it's not the Central Camelback Applebee's. And it's not with yeah, the home. Even though you're not too far. Well, you're not, and you're not too far from. If you wanted to, you could. Yeah, you're not too far I'm not too far from it, but it's, it's not the same without the homies. It's not the same. It's not that's the same. true. Um, all right, so that'll do it for today's episode of the Talk Me Out of It podcast. Let us know what you think. As always. With a review, five stars only. Think of it as the uh, as the Migos song from Culture Two. Uh, BBO is the name of the song. If you don't know, then you need to ask somebody. Uh, but in this case, it's going to be Five S O. So Five S O. If you don't know, then like I said, you need to ask somebody. We will be back next week. It'll be conference finals. Uh, anything else that is going on? Uh, oh, one more thing I wanted to throw out for anyone that may have wondered why we didn't talk about the Kentucky Derby. Um, horse betting is the one thing that we don't get on these sports books. I don't understand why. I don't understand who's the who's king dick of any of that. Because if we had the option to bet it, I was betting. I was been. I was ready to put some money like Patrick Smack on some horses, my guy. I was ready to go for go for broke. Yeah. That's something we got to do one day. We can't, but you can't do it at like the the off track betting or the because you got to be at the fucking racetrack. Mm-hmm. So one of these days, I think Philly has them actually. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, before we go, let's let's look this up. Okay, Philly horse track parks, casino, and racing. Oh baby, live horse racing and a casino. Let's do and it. I can and I can throw. Do they allow? Do they have? Uh, We're going there next week. Do they have craps? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, whenever we go to that, whenever we decide to finally go to a, an Eagles game in Philly, oh, hundred percent. We're we're spending a week there. It's oh, they, oh, they have roulette and craps. Oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, they got table games. Yeah, they got pie gal. Oh man, this is this is about to be lit. How far away is this from? 
What's the name of your? It's the link now, right? Yeah, Lincoln Financial. So Lincoln Financial. So we go Lincoln Financial Field on Financial Field Way in Philadelphia. Man, that's beautiful. There's a golf course nearby and everything. And then if we want to get to the Harrah's Philadelphia Casino and Racetrack, where is this one? Okay, 13. It's right along the uh, right along the river. Whole sound. 13 miles away. That's perfect. That's beautiful. Nice little, not too far from the airport. So we hitting both of them up. All right. So. What's that? I said we hitting both of them up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Get some, get some horse racing. Get some, whatever it takes. Hopefully, have to see. Hopefully, there's still. Uh, so it'd have to probably be in the uh, one of the early early season games before you know the horses freeze to death or whatever it is that they do. Man, okay, so we got that. So now, ideally, uh, the podcast will be big enough where we'll get we'll get like a sponsor or something. No, we'll just document the whole thing as as professional videographers. We'll just have our cameras and our cameras and our gimbals, and we're just out there just living it up. It's so weird how everything's so close to each other. Jersey across the just across the lake. You got Delaware just south. Interesting spot. Never been to Philly, but man, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun trip. Yes. Sir. Um, anything else you want to say to the people, Alan? Nah. As usual, I ain't got nothing to say to these people. <laughs> nah, but uh, I do well, appreciate y'all as- for listening. Uh, shout out to Garrett, our old roommate. Uh, he did hit me up. Let me know he was watching the pod, uh, listening to the pod. Um, he even critiqued some of our audio, which I looked into it. Didn't see much, but. Uh, uh, he, he's he's watching and he's listening to make sure we don't got no bumps and bruises and he, he's here to help out he's here to help out so we would try right. to send out a good appreciation to him for that that's real nice of you yeah shout out to, shout out to garrett shout out to colston shout out to all of our degenerate our degenerate friends uh what's gonna what's gonna be crazy though is that one of these days we're gonna have like a boys night and we're gonna go to whether it's in vegas or now that we can even do it at like desert diamond west valley and I'm gonna get you all into throwing dice because there's there's nothing there's very few things more African American if I may say so uh, <laughs> than shooting dice. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm gonna get canceled for that. Nah, you get you got a black man on the podcast. Man, the last, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> they we uh, well no I was I remember uh, when I was there uh, with my friend Krista who you've met who was at my wedding. Uh, she her and her family stayed at MGM Grand. And there was. At least one or two brothers there that both told me they won something in like the low four figures, uh, just just shooting dice. That's all they do. Uh, one dude was up like twenty six hundred. Beautiful. Um, then he then he went to go uh, roll some cannabis in his hotel room. Well, that's what we should. After shortly after that, so I'll be drinking Hennessy. Uh, there you go, sipping Hennessy. Yeah, it'll be a beautiful thing. All right. With that said, hopefully we got we set you into your weekend in the best mood possible. Let's win some money, Alan. We need to we need to start spinning this up. But worst case scenario, we got football just around the corner. These next five months are gonna or four months actually are gonna go like that. In the meantime, stay tuned for uh, all your favorite basketball. Then I'll, I think because I won that baseball bet, I'm gonna see if I can lose the rest of it, rest of my profits um, in uh, in baseball betting. And maybe we can even get your baseball whisper on an episode or two while we get ready for what's going to be a fantastic football season. Yes, sir. Uh, with we that can make, said, we can make that um, happen. I'm Mike. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, with uh, with that said, he's Alan. I'm Mike. Thank you for listening. Make sure to review on wherever you get your podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace. Oh.